gonna put this over here. Put that over there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's Rhymes with Decora, a companion podcast project to Inspired Media. Uh, I'm here today with someone that um, is actually usually here when I'm doing these, but just a, a story uh, different than where I'm at when I'm doing these. <laughs> I'm on a different level. He's on a different level every show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm Benji Nichols, your host. My special guest today on Rhymes with Decora is Mr. Eric Sovereign of Cardboard Robot. Thanks. It's great to be here. Gosh, it's fun to have you here. What's going on? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm just I'm happy that things are growing outside and it's warm and we've had a couple of uh, screen door days. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and that makes me... Uh, Makes me bubbly. Screen doors on retail shops are a, a really special, cool thing. I gotta, I gotta throw the shout out to uh, to the story people who who oh. you know they used to occupy that space where the cardboard robot is, is that on one ten Winnebago. Is that original equipment? It is OG. It was there when I got there. Wow. And uh, so, I, what am I gonna do? Take a screen door out and not have it? <laughs> So I don't know, you know, maybe Arnie made it, maybe, you know, who knows? Yes. But either way, I, I'm thankful to whoever installed Someone that. hand forged your screen door, yes, I am positive. Indeed. Uh, Eric Sovereign is the owner of Cardboard Robot on Winnebago Street here in downtown Decorah. If you don't know, uh, you do now. And uh, if you have never been to the Cardboard Robot, you need to stop by. Uh, we're going to talk all things Cardboard Robot. Well, or a lot of things. Cardboard Robot is part of the show. <laughs> part of this show maybe not all things but uh before that we're going to rip into a couple of things if people don't know where the store is come downtown decora winnebago street right in the middle of town can't get any more middler it's it's smack middle come on up uh and you'll see a bright fun uh little cardboard uh, little robot up on the top yep. big, beautiful windows right next to the uh big driftless slash uh all sorts of stuff next door dang right yeah, we got a good street here. I like this and, street. And uh, yeah, I, if people haven't heard me mention it before, my office is actually in the same building, which is fun uh, and funny. And uh, we love being here. So uh, it's it's kind of a great building. I, I sort of love it. It really is. I'm 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 just you know hanging on as long as I can. That's for sure. Not enough three story old brick ones downtown anymore, <laughs> as they say. There aren't. It's amazing. Um, Eric, you and your amazing wife Shannon. And your son Jack, your family, yes, uh, have been here in Decorah now for several years. I'm trying to remember when. When fifteen, what? it's the same. We we I think we showed up at the uh, at the genesis of Inspired Magazine. Oh my lord, uh, 2008. Yeah, uh, would have been June, uh, right after the floods receded. Literally. Oh yeah. Oh eight. Wow. So that was a. Yeah. I, somebody said one day it, it was like April of that year, and we had we'd already known we were coming down. Then oh. somebody or May or whenever the floods were coming up, and somebody said, "Hey, is this the town you're moving to?" And showed me a picture. I was oh, like, man. "Oh, oh, that's that's not good." <laughs> but yeah, our house is on a hill. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. I figured if <laughs> if the if the water got up to the house, we'd have all kinds of other problems. Yeah, you just just don't you know, get biblical. It's all level. over by then. Yeah, so not for sure. Yeah, about. no. So we came. Uh, 2008. It was. Uh, it was. It's one of those stories uh, that we kind of enjoy telling because when we showed up, a lot of people were like, oh, "Are you from here?" And we said no. And they said, "Oh, did you go to Luther?" We said nope. And they said, "Are, are you Norwegian?" We said nope. And there's just. And then the quizzical look of like, "What the heck are you doing here? Why are you possibly um, here?" And it literally was. We we had a kid um, in uh, in 2007. Yes. 
And we just sort of were, you know, we were working in the, in the Twin Cities. We were living in the Twin Cities and working like 45 minutes in opposite directions of each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shannon worked formula. at a school that was just north of St. Paul. And I worked down in Bloomington, West Bloomington. West Bloomington. West Bloomington. And, uh, and so we were just sort of like, we want to raise our kid, but uh, it's going to be harder in the big city. And, yeah. and so we just thought, well, maybe... Maybe we'd think about a little town. And so we thought a little town's in Wisconsin. Shannon's from uh, Madison originally, and I'm right. from Cedar Rapids originally. Right. And uh, we just started casting about. And literally, I woke up one morning uh, at the in the, you know, 3.30 hour, and, and, and it was like, what about Decorah? Wow. And, and I just started. Because you had been here. Yeah, I'd been through at a million times. I knew, I knew Deke, who runs the shop, yes. the bike, one of the bike shops here in town. Um, and, uh, and I knew Ron Moffat <laughs> and those, and that was, that those were my two references for the town. Yes. Um, which is pretty good. And, and we literally just that day I, I Googled a bunch of stuff and we drove down. Yeah. We're like, let's go check this place out. And it was glorious. Like it was yeah. a fall. April? Did you say, or when no, did you come down? Uh, this was fall oh, yeah, of 2007 yeah, 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 when yeah. we're thinking about it. Right. And it was like, the leaves were perfect. Oh yeah. The weather was uh, absolutely insanely great. Uh, you know, just a couple yeah. of leaves blown around. There was, we ate at La Rana. We had lunch at La Rana and oh, yeah. Jack actually slept in his little baby carrier, what? which he had never really done before. <laughs> and we were like those, you know, sort of hollow eyed parents <laughs> with a kid who didn't sleep much. And he slept and we we're like, Oh my God, he slept. We stopped at the co-op and people were exceedingly nice to us. And they oh. like handed us a pack of information. Like, here's all the stuff about the town. Like we would love to have you. And we're That's like, Oh my God. Incredible. And then uh, we drove down water street and I was working for Surly bikes at the time. Yes. And there's a Surly one by one leaning up against the corner <laughs> bar without a lock on it. And I was like, that says something too. And you know, now like, whose bike was that? I don't like spinners? know. Like who's, I, who's that could possibly have been? I think it was a, if I remember correctly, it was just a black one by one. So maybe it was Deeks awesome. even, or I don't know. Yes. Yes. Could I know he's got one, but yes, either way. So that all of that, uh, came together and then, you know, we just went back and, and uh, thought, well, that's just a pie-in-the-sky idea. And then things right. just sort of fell together. We're like, okay, let's move. And we did. The good news is, uh, Saab, that uh, we, we did it. The podcast is done. We just yeah. covered, it <laughs> covered it all in six, six minutes. Fantastic. We're done here, so let's just Thanks, go, get everybody. A, go get a beer. <laughs> Backing up momentarily. So good at this. Uh, the story is spectacular. I love how you guys found your way here there are a couple things to unpack so one you mentioned you are an iowan i i grew so up in despite Cedar, the story about not having any connection to decor you did actually grow up in what a lot of people call northeast iowa which it's, i will argue but we're, we're on the we're on the southwestern edge of northeast iowa in <laughs> cedar rapids and uh not only did you grow up there but i mean your family has roots there i mean you guys have, you were there for yeah, a while for sure so i was born there and 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 raised on up as i said uh university of iowa and my folks uh my i know this area too because my dad was in politics yes uh back in you know sort of the 80 and the, uh -huh. the 90 he did some running for uh, national office which did yeah. not end up being successful yeah um, he was successful him. in some other things and yes. many other things, but just not those two. And I will mention your dad has also had a lot of grassroots, uh, work in Cedar Rapids. He's been involved in various <laughs> projects. He is. He's currently and building a bridge. Yes. Uh, not, not himself, but, uh, <laughs> he's, 
I love I love my family in a lot of ways, and one of them is, it, especially my dad is like he's just the idea guy. He'll he just pops downstairs and be like, "Oh my god, we we're gonna we gotta do this thing," and he was out for a bike ride. He's a big uh, bicycle rider, and uh, and he was like, "There are if you ride the the Cedar Valley Trail, Cedar Valley Trail, uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's what it's called. Close enough. Anyway, it it goes through Cedar Rapids. It's great." Um, but then you got to get on a road and go over the bridge that goes to uh, Czech Village and then go across. Right. And my dad was doing that, and he looks down, and there's a, there's the skeleton of an old railroad bridge oh. that got washed out in their 2008 floods, mm-hmm. uh, among others. And it's been out of commission for decades. But yeah. he's just like, you know, there ought to be a bike, you know, bike pedestrian bridge there. And, you know, uh, right across the way is Mount Trashmore, which yes. is the big X. um Landfill that is now yeah. a recreational area with Absolutely. a with a super rad mountain bike trail that goes it down. Is it. Spectacular, and uh, and so it sort of it would make sense to just have it right there. So I love it. He's been working. I think it's eight nine years now. In I his, mean, in his retirement. Yeah. So this is. <laughs> I mean, this is a guy who loves to go to meetings. I don't know if. Yeah. I've never met anyone who. Yeah. Who loves? He and I have that sweet spot. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I, I mean, I left I left the corporate bicycle universe to get away from meetings. Yes, but uh, he loves them, and he loves bringing people together, and he loves making building coalitions, and he loves getting people to fundraise and stuff. And it's been super uh, successful. And, and they're going to break ground next spring, I and, believe. And worth noting, yay is how a community is built. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's like it's a person with an idea and who has the 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 wherewithal and the and the desire to just see an idea through which is really the hard part the yeah. idea is oh, yeah. maybe the easy yeah, part yeah 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 and then after that sure. it's, it's just a lot of i'll also work. just a blanket throw out here to cedar rapids if people have not been in cedar rapids in the last couple of years it is um it is so worth cruising through which is weird i know <laughs> like, well everybody's it's not been, the cedar rapids i grew up in which everybody's was, been through cedar yeah, rapids yeah. people haven't stopped yeah. in cedar rapids the whole new village that whole area all the redevelopment yep. downtown there is some really cool stuff our friends that need pizza shout oh, out nice um because uh, goldfinch of, uh, cyclery yes, right down there yes, uh yes. there's a lot of great bicycle based kind of uh, things i'll also give a shout out to the cedar rapids art museum oh it's a great spot uh, i took the kid through this winter one day when was, i don't know what we were doing something is and, the grant uh, wood stuff still the there? grant wood stuff that it, it's oh, spectacular they have some real oddball i'll bring it up in another show dan eldon who was a photographer who was kind of Ooh. one of aaron's inspirations yeah, for yeah. stuff anyway there's all sorts of stuff that's there and it's a cool building it's worth a day trip for sure it it really is and not more. you know which is funny because you know i grew up in cedar rapids yes and, and it's and it was a place to leave, you yeah. know, and well, yes, it's that's a very, the, it's right? a very, you know, blue collary making or make oatmeal, cereal, making oatmeal kind of place. And, yeah. uh, uh, it is nice on <laughs> Crunchberry day Yes, when it smells, uh, everybody's like, what is that smell? Like, Back to- that is literally Crunchberries. They're making them. Back to the task at hand. Yes. Oh, we sorry, are not sorry. making Crunchberries unless we're 3D printing them. <laughs> uh, Eric Sovereign, owner of Cardboard Robot, uh, here on the show today. You can find Cardboard Robot on Winnebago Street in downtown Decorah or at CardboardRobot.biz. B-I-Z. Yes. Yes. It's a very cool place to check out. Uh, online store, all sorts of cool stuff there. We're going to get to more about Cardboard Robot in the second half of this show. Sweet. I want to rewind on one other thing because your story's great. Shannon and you have a great story of how you got here. But it is also, I think, worth bringing up that you had, you were gainfully employed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> were, yeah, we didn't was, just drop this everything. This not like a uh, total pie in the sky. I was, I was uh, one of the first people I knew uh, to work remotely. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
So I just this is true. I I remember meeting you and yeah. thinking like, wow, that's a that's, sweet gig. You can do that. What? So I were I was the sales manager for Surly Bikes, which is a, mm-hmm. a company out of the Minneapolis area, and yes. uh, and we and they were only smashing bicycles. By it was the way, super fun, and uh, it was a it was a great gig, and I had worked there a long time, and I just said, hey, I have this opportunity to move to this place. And I'm wondering, I made, wrote a proposal. Why don't I work remotely? And they were very quick to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which when you're a person that, you know, yaks a lot and is maybe of the uh, energy level that I am, that sometimes it's nice to get rid of me. This was in 2008. 2008 I mean, this yeah. was way before most people were even really contemplating what that yes, meant. Yeah. They didn't even know we had the internet here. No, no. <laughs> We and didn't we, even we, know we, we had mostly the did. <laughs> we almost did. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that it worked out pretty well. I mean, because I I did customer service. I did I visited bike shops, and I would you know yeah. talk to them. So I traveled quite a bit. Yep. Um, but you know, it, my job did not involve you know uh, the sort of nuts and bolts of making stuff for the for the bikes and right. And, and it it worked out. And I did it for nine years, which is uh, yes. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, it's a long <laughs> dang time to work remotely for a place. Um, well, I, you were also spending some time there, which, you know, yeah. from here isn't the end of the world, but is no. a long drive. Yeah. And then by the end of it, I mean, one of the reasons I ended up, I, I switched jobs. I ended up being the marketing uh, manager there uh, by the end and they wanted more FaceTime. Uh, uh, and so I was, <laughs> I was driving up once a week, uh, basically Tuesdays, I would get up in the morning and drive Ugh. up and then I would drive home on Tuesday night. Yeah, but no, you know, man. Terry Gross was on Tuesday nights. Ugh. So that's the only thing that kept me out of the ditches. Yeah. Uh, and then I hit a deer and, yeah. that, and then that was, yep. the, that was the last straw. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Right. I, right. North of Harmony. Absolutely. I, I point out the time just North of Cedar <laughs> Falls every time I drive by where I hit my final deer going, yeah. going to I mix mean, a show in Cedar Falls. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I made it. I made it. I mean, I grew up in the Midwest, lived here my whole life and I, and I didn't hit a deer till I was, you know, what, uh, 48. That, that is impressive. Uh, yeah. So I clipped, I clipped on one my desk once. now. I clipped one once. But yeah. No he, kidding. They, he, got away all right and so did i <laughs> this mostly this last one not so much mostly okay but you were working the gig you got to decora shannon was here as well and her background of course is in the library sciences she is a she yes. has a master's degree in uh, librarianism and uh so <laughs> she it was and so she cast about a, a little bit uh yes she did had a gig at luther for a short time like not in the library thing but uh-huh. you know trying to figure out but then like Got the dream job, which is working uh, for the, the decorous, <laughs> the decorous school district, which has been, which has been great. I mean, uh, you know, being a teacher is a whole other story. I will, it's a I whole will other podcast, a, but I will give a quick shout out out in this because she is an exceptional teacher and librarian at the Decorah Middle School, oh. and that is God's work. Because I'm about to have a middle schooler, <laughs> yes, and uh, whoo, yeah, I give anybody that can handle that every day props. She does it all the time. That's it's, why I have to come home and be quiet for an hour. <laughs> No, no more noise. How does that work? Uh, Eric Sovereign, Cardboard Robot, Downtown Decora is my very special guest today. We're coming back. We're going to talk about small business and shops and all sorts of stuff in the second half of the show. So stick around. Uh, rhymes with Decora. We'll be right back. This is Erin Henning-Nichols, founder and editor-in-chief of Inspired Magazine. 
Rhymes with Decor is brought to you by Inspired Media, bringing you positive news since 2007. Find us on stands across the Driftless or check out our new website or become a member at iloveinspired.com. Creating stories about communities you love by people you trust. Thanks for being inspired. And that's the voice of Aaron Henny Nichols, my partner in life and business. Iloveinspired.com is where you can find out all about it. Quarterly magazine on stands across the region. We appreciate your support and readership. But this is the podcast, Rhymes with Decora. Sometimes we call it Rhymes with. Uh, kind of depends on what we're doing. Rhymes with Cardboard Robot. Sure. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, lots of stuff. Uh, Eric, people love to point out to me that there are a few things that rhyme with Decora, <laughs> which is, you know, um, you yeah, just kind of like get it. It's a joke. <laughs> like, do you understand? Well, you know, it's a menorah, which yeah, we don't really use fedora, a lot. Like fedora. Yeah, yeah. There are some good ones. Anyway. But, but. That's not what we're trying to do here. <laughs> not at the moment. My special guest, Eric Sovereign of Cardboard Robot. Find him online at cardboardrobot.biz I, these days. I got to break in and say I can't get enough of that Nick Zielinski. Nick Zielinski, it just always gets the end tag, but he has done all the bumpers for the show. And I, I think, love oh, that We're going to get some new ones going soon, too. If you if you don't follow that guy oh, on uh, Instagram, you should. Indicative of drumming. Indicative of drumming. And he does all these tasty little nuggets of drumming. Indicativeofdrumming.com. Yeah, oh, yeah. You can also find him on uh, um, um, the the one that uh, the, yeah, yeah, all the other ones, and and also Patreon. Uh, oh, nice! So there's lots of ways to support him. He also teaches lessons in decora, drums, percussion, in like all sorts of stuff. He's he's real good. Super super cool. Eric, thanks for finally doing this with yes. me, taking time. Absolutely, it's, it's fun for us to be here. So the second half of the show, I want to throw out some questions about running a small business. Yes, uh, and and doing some of those things because this is not really where you started. I mean, we didn't even get to that part of the story, but you yeah. yourself were an educator. Once upon a time, uh, long time ago. Once upon a time, you were a bus driver. Uh, once upon a time, driver, a, a bicycle messenger, <laughs> a firefighter. I worked at Burger King. Yes. Uh, I also this uh, is the path. Was a bicycle uh, repair guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a janitor. These are all things <laughs> that lead to owning your own small they business, are, especially the janitor part. <laughs> I got. I, I'm good at mopping. One of the questions. So people don't know for our magazine, we do the some of your business feature. Yes. And uh, I don't know, maybe this will turn into that at some point, but like it, those questions fit really well for some of these things. And one of the questions we always ask is tell us about your leap moment. But for me, like to me, like <laughs> I'm repeating myself, <laughs> the question for you is like, where was it? You kind of were just talking about where like the grind had taken its toll. You had a you had a really sweet gig. Yeah, some for people a cool don't, company. Don't understand why I left. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But at some point, living here and doing what you guys were doing, also had having a kid who was coming of age and getting old enough to know when you were home and not, and yes. which I've dealt with myself. Yep. Uh, you know, what was that point? Where did you decide, like, hmm, there might be something else here? You know, honestly, part of it was uh, as I, uh, you know, I worked remotely. Uh, for the bicycle company for like nine years, and I felt more and more disconnected with it. Uh, it's very hard. You have to be very intentional about keeping up with uh, the the things that go on at the business, the people that come and go. There are people that got hired and then left that company, and I only ever knew them through email. I mean, it's right. it's part of it's a very small part of a much larger company uh, that does bicycle parts uh, wholesaling. Yeah, and so there's there are a couple hundred people, and and you know there are people that I worked with that I never knew. You right. know what I mean? And that was always weird. Yeah. Um, but the other part was like I lived in Decorah for almost a decade. 
Um, and I, you know, I was uh, on the fire department, which was great and a great way to, to meet yeah. your neighbors as, uh, as, uh, Michael Perry says, uh, one, uh, nine one one call at a time. But, uh, <laughs> but that's, you know, obviously not the way you really want to do it. So I wanted to be a little more connected with the community and, and, you know, I would meet people and they're like, Oh, what do you do? And I would explain it. And they're like, uh, still vacant stairs. Right. And it's, it, right. it's, it was hard to explain. You were just a decade ahead of your time. Yes. Really, is yes. What you were. And then, and then when COVID hit and everybody started working remotely, I was like, you're you're going to love it for a couple of years. <laughs> and and you're going to get almost, a lot done. That's the thing. It's we're very, almost you, there. Yeah. You really get a lot done in the first three years <laughs> in the fourth year. <laughs> Not as much, but no, it's, so I, it was it was part of it just being feeling disconnected from the business and feeling disconnected from the town yeah. and not super connected to either and so that was it in, in addition to you know that job you know took some strange corporate turns that yeah. that made it uh, not a great place to necessarily picture myself for the rest of my life sure um, totally and so I got out of Dodge and we Shannon and I had always talked about I like I love right. retail. Right. Uh, Part of my, I'm, I'm sorry. Can you say that? I love. No, I'm just <laughs> I do. I think it's. I think it's cool. Like it you is. do this thing where, you, like you, you make you build an environment that you that you invite people into, and you yes. hope they think it's cool. I hope they think it's cool enough to you know give money to buy the stuff that's there. Right. It's a really. It's it it hits on a lot of levels. Um. But I had, you know, I'd worked in bike shops uh, a couple yes. of times, and then I had visited hundreds of bike shops that was part of my job to go there and you know thank them for their business and yeah. you know see what's going on and so i saw all kinds of great and not so great you know retail experiences Absolutely. where especially in the bicycle world where the the way to really do it well is to make a clubhouse to make a yes. you know a place that I, is I, more than just selling bike bikes. i literally just looked across my desk to one of the favorite models i carry all the time which is halcyon bikes in oh, nashville yeah. which Absolutely. we've talked about before yeah you say clubhouse and bike shop and yeah. they're in a part of town. Like they're just, ugh, and love, it's, love those it's, dudes. It tends to be, you know, dude, th those people, <laughs> I love them. It tends to be that, that sort of shop that, you know, is just the, on the funky side of things. You know, they, they really are passionate about what they do. Yep. Um, you know, that the classic retail story of, you know, especially bike shops where people are really love bikes and then they open a bike shop and then yes. they, they crash and burn because they're terrible <laughs> at business. Um, but there are, there are those people who are both who have a lot of passion for it and are very good at, you know, doing the business part. And, and yeah. And so if, yeah, I just, I love that. And, and so Shannon and I had always talked about some sort of retail thing. She has a great eye. She has uh, an amazing taste. She has a, uh, 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 but well, I was going to prompt yeah. that because you both actually do, and I know you yeah. give her that credit as you should. And Shannon has <laughs> a, a fabulous eye for a lot of the the products that you guys carry. Yeah. But I know that your sense also works hugely. The 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 duo combo of that works incredibly well. I think. It, I think I, I could not do it without her, and I don't think she could do it without me. I like <laughs> I like to hope anyway, um, because like the way we put it is like she's responsible for basically everything that looks really cool, <laughs> and I'm responsible for all the super nerdy weird stuff which is and, awesome you know and so and and honestly when you know we sort of it's this is the shop is an amalgam of a lot of things so it's art supplies i was gonna say i failed at my job thus far That's 20 our, minutes into this show uh, because we didn't tell anybody so. what's in the shop it's, but i'll tell you what it's not it's not a packaging <laughs> store it's not a shipping store um, but that's okay. I mean, you know, you, nor do you sell robots. Nor, nor, well, we kind of do sometimes. Sell robots, yeah. 
So, uh, so it ended up being this sort of four-headed uh, beast of art yes. supplies, uh, clever toys is what, how I like to put it, which is like toys yeah. that require building. Yep. Um, Interaction. Yeah, and, yep. and sort of making things and learning from that. Um, then there's also craft kits, so like you know, embroidery or, or tie-dyeing and things like that. Um, and then the other side is like super nice paper things. So yes. super great journals and cool pens and all of those sorts Beautiful of things. Beautiful stationery. And I think, you know, Decora is a great place. One of the reasons we knew we could uh, make a go here or thought we could is uh, is that people still walk around and shop here. It's Absolutely. one of the last huge places. You know, it's like this and Galena and, you know. Two other places. Yeah. Um, it's huge. I just, you know, we had Gail Bolson Magnuson on from Agora yeah. here not oh, long yeah. ago. And in the, she was in the show very lineup. helpful when she, we went. So were many people downtown. That's it. a huge point. We should talk about mm-hmm. that. Uh, but I just wanted to comment too. I mean, she, you know, she is three decades plus into yeah. retail in downtown Decora. Yeah. And we talked about, you know, Decora is a great place, but like we are rural. There is no question. We are 8,000 people in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I mean, not quite, but it's it, yeah. pretty much you're an hour from anything that counts. You know, the thing that the thing that we knew going in uh, our business plan uh, knew that there there are a lot of people who vacation here. It's one of the places in Iowa that you can say, you know, tourism yes. without, you know, sort of the weird. What? You know, right. right and right. so, you know, we we came here because of the bike trails. I came because I love fishing and, you know, going trout fishing, doing that sort of stuff. And there's all of that stuff that's here, the outdoor, the canoeing and kayaking. Um, great music, great art. Yes. Um, so all of that. But um, I lost completely where I was going. But anyway. Uh, Small town. Oh, so, so we knew Main that street. we knew that people come here, you know, to visit. And, and it's great. Yes. So that's part of what we do. The other part is we knew that, you know, the holidays would be big and they are for us. And that's yep. a great time. Um, but there's also written into our business plan is that. And lots of people know this about Decor. Many people uh, retire here. Yeah. So they maybe they went to Luther and they went off somewhere else and did their life's work. And then they said, you know what? I really love Decor. I'm going to go live there, you know, Absolutely. in my retirement. And so the nice thing about retired people is that they have super smart grandkids. Yeah. And they also, they need a place to go, you know, get stuff for them. Totally. I don't know how many times I've had uh, somebody come in and say, you know what? My grandkids are coming this weekend. We need something to do. And awesome. like that is perfect. That's exactly what we want uh, to have happen, and it's it's fantastic. So, but what it also meant is that the four sides of of yeah of the store are all necessary because any one of them I don't know would make it an art supply store. It's crazy sure. that there wasn't one in Decora. Yeah, until you realize like that's a hard it's a hard one. It's a niche, right? It's, I really I do miss something I miss about living in a city is being able to go to a I won't name names, yeah. but a big art store, yes. right? And uh, because it's fun just to go look around. It really is. And yeah. those things are great. And and frankly, you know, when when you say an art supply store, uh, <laughs> you know, it calls to mind, you know, the super jumbled like we've got everything. Right. And we we can't do that. Like we're 1800 square feet and right. and but what we do is we, we end you know, these are the things that you find out, you know, a couple of years in, uh, <laughs> is that, and I, I think we knew it is like, we, we certainly cater to, there are lots of uh, artists around town yes. who paint and sculpt and do all those sorts of things. But those are also people that kind of know what they want and they know where to get it. And they, it's, you know, right. so we, we certainly help a lot of those people get what they need, but that's not our main purpose. Our main purpose is sort of introducing people to cool things like, hey, I want right. to. I need a new hobby. Watercolor is cool. Here's some stuff. So, well, so you are very much the first person. 
first place, I recall in Decora having, at least in any public setting, maybe the schools were working on it, but like having a 3D printer sitting <laughs> yeah. out on your counter. Yeah. And talk about um, just a cool piece for anyone who walks into the store, right? Yeah. I and mean, you're just like, what is that? And what is it doing? And how did you <laughs> how did you make that thing out of that? Like, what happened? The uh, right? And I should also, I should mention, and this is, goes to that, which is that, you know, when people ask what is the store, it's yeah. a store. It's a store about making things. Yes. So again, we're now we're twenty five minutes in, and we finally said that <laughs> twenty seven, um, twenty whatever. So everything that we carry <laughs> involves you know some sort of input by the person who bought. So we Definitely. do we carry greeting cards? No, but we do carry blank cards and envelopes, so you can make your and own beautiful station. So please, yeah. you know, Mother's Day is coming up. Yeah. Uh, I'm who knows this Mother's Day has just passed. Very close. I don't right? know how right? this when this will be. It's gonna anyway. be November. Forget okay. it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh so you know, come and make a card for your grandma. Come and make a card for your favorite person, you know, like or, and, s- or send them some and, blank cards. And, and, yeah, send them I some mean, blank hey. So right? because we are that, uh one of the ideas was hey, maybe we should do a like a maker space. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh where people come in and they make stuff. And that is again. You know, first of all, there's Art House, which does amazing stuff, and Props. they do classes, and they have stuff, yes. and that's a place to go to, to do things like that. And we and didn't really also just celebrated 15 years, and right? that was love fantastic. that the magical number there. And yeah. we didn't want to like step on toes, and it's too small a town to do that. And yeah. you know, how do we? Plus, I think honestly, it, it, it that's much more of a nonprofit thing than it is a for-profit thing in a town like this. Sure. If maybe if you're in Minneapolis or Chicago or someplace like that, you can make a go that way, but. So how do you do a, you, a makerspace without doing a makerspace, which is that you you supply people with maker stuff. Yes. And knowledge and ideas and stuff. And 3D printers are a huge part of that world. And so I, I just said, well, well, we'll get one. And and I and I got one when we opened the store and I and I hammered my way through figuring out how to make it work. Yes. And it's been a long process and everybody comes in and, and they want to talk about it. My favorite story is... Is, and it's happened many times. Parents will come in with kids, and and the parents will see the three D printer. It's humming away. It's making something. And it's fascinating to watch if you've never done it. And they'll be like, "What is that?" And I'll say, "It's a three D printer." They're like, "That's amazing! It blows my mind." Kids, come here, look at this. And the kids will be like, "We don't care. We have six of those at school. It's basically like you've just shown a kid a pencil, right? You know, like that's a tool that we have at school that we know very much about, and you're amazed by it, but we are not." And that's not universal, but it's but it is funny because it's like it's a generational thing. It's sort I of like that. you know, uh, it's one of those technologies that many of us, oh, certainly man. in our fifties, yes, you know, it's it's still magic and voodoo and all that sort of stuff. But absolutely, and so we make you know weird plastic things, and <laughs> and we sell enough just to sort of pay for the machine itself. But it's it's mostly just about. Uh, you know, talking about making things and how yeah. and why well, you might and, do that. I mean, not to go too far and we'll, you know, we're going to wind this down at some point, but nah. like, but like the, the, one of the other super cool things I've seen you do is so you have kits and crafts. Like one of my favorite things you have are these, like essentially the best way to describe them is a cardboard screw. Oh yeah. It's the, and it's the center of our business. <laughs> <laughs> but make do, make, make do, do. Right? Yeah. is uh, the company. Well, they're Australian. So I assume it's Mike do, <laughs> Mike do. Uh, but <laughs> this, was, I think it was that, the first thing I bought at your store when you opened. It we have sold scads, but of them. they are incredible, and it's a little hard to conceptualize without some pictures. But essentially, they're small uh, plastic screws that you use a little plastic screwdriver. They're very friendly, kid, family, whatever, yep, yep. and you can use them in cardboard or other materials, and and use them to attach and 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 create things out of them. It's so basically it's, 
these the kid the kids you know a lot of people come in and they're like, oh my kid makes all kinds of stuff out of cardboard and most of the time what that means is they're out back you know using all the packing tape using yes. all the duct tape using the like the little brass brads you know the little <laughs> things and none of those are very good right at putting cardboard together maybe yes. hot glue is you know that would be but but this the system for make do is I always I always say it's kind of my favorite thing that we sell because it oh, yeah. really embodies what we want the shop to be, which is like, yes. here's a here's a, a method of putting cardboard together. And the, one of the best things about it is that there are no plans right there. You know, you can go to their website and you can yeah, see what yeah, other people have ideas. made. But yeah, there's yeah, yeah. but there's no there's no step by step instruction on how to build a, a cardboard, you know, dog or whatever it is. <laughs> Um, and so I'll tell that to people who are buying it for a grandkid or a kid or a niece or a nephew or whatever. And they'll have this panicked look of, of like, well, if there's not instructions, I, I don't think they right. really want it. And right. I'm like, you know, every time I've shown a kid how to do this, yeah. every time you just say, here's how you attach it. Yeah. They go off and they make <laughs> crazy stuff that is inside of their head. And this allows it to get out of their head. And it's, it's amazing. And so like we, <laughs> We think because we, you know, now we learn everything on YouTube, which is great. Yes. But we need step-by-step instructions for things. And you, right. and, and kids don't No, like, you know, that's in fact, they do better without them often. Yeah. Right? And like, which yeah. is why, like, I love Legos. I still love them. Uh, I loved them as a kid, yep. but the Legos, when I was a kid, uh, were not sets that made, you know, Hogwarts castle. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. Like that's a whole world. I, yeah. won't, I won't even go and there. They're, and, yes. it's, and they are super cool. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Uh, but the kid, the, 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 the now ten year old, you you get the expensive set, you build it once. They're like, look, I built the yeah. set, and then they don't want to do it again. They're like, look, I built the set, and you're like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 like you gotta do it again. And the, so the ultimate, <laughs> the inner beauty of the Lego is making the weird stuff. Yes. And any you know any kid who right you know who has Legos has likely made the weird stuff. Like I'm gonna Definitely. the spaceship is the best you know because oh, it, it, anyway. But that's that is what we hope to foster is that sort of open ended. Yeah crazy uh, use your imagination right kind of well, thing and the other thing i was going to tie that to so with 3d printing you've actually gone as far with like there are you know people on the interwebs wherever that have figured out like you know what i'd love to have for the make do cardboard stuff is like a hinge that i could use these things with that then i could tie it together Everything and it would hinge and do this thing and you 3 pre 3d print those yeah, and uh, like so it's, make, just, it's the, kind of mind-blowing the right? lovely thing is that make do the the company yep makes 3d printer files available for their screws. So right. you can then print out as many hinges as you want to make a door in your cardboard castle that that's you've just made. So cool. And so that's the, that it, it really does kind of come together. In and a that's just way. one brand. I mean, that's like one thing you yeah. sell. It's one idea, like the connectivity of it and just letting kids run with stuff. But, I, but I really, anybody, kids of any age, whatever I've done it. Yeah. Like, and I think it, I <laughs> it really a cardboard cave. <laughs> it's nothing. It's that fostering, uh, the, the childlike, you know, um, uh, imagination stuff. And then it's also the other thing that if there's another thread to what we do, yeah, it is, I want to convince adults that you don't have to be an artist. You don't oh, have, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, to yeah. be crafty. You don't have to be this thing already. Right. You can just try something. People will come in all the time and they'll be like, I'm not an artist. Yeah. Like, well, have you tried to be, <laughs> have you decided to be? Cause most artists that I know, worked super hard to be an artist. Like right. they, it was something they felt they wanted to be and they, right. they worked on being it. It's, it's like anything you do in your life. So we all now expect to 
buy a, a, a pack of oil paints and paint something amazing. And, and Bob, it, it's, Bob not, it's not going to happen. You're going to paint ugly things. Right. You know, it's the Dave Grohl uh, thing. <laughs> Dave Grohl uh, from uh, Foo, Fighters Foo Fighters and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, all that. And he has a great quote, which is like, you know, people today think the way to get famous as a musician is to go and, and try out on one of the, you know, right. Voice right. shows or the, what's the big one? The early, yeah. yeah you know, star. Yeah. 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 Blah, 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 yeah. And yeah. he said, the way to do it is to get an instrument, go in your basement yeah. and be terrible. hundred percent. Just be awful at it. Yeah. And then get some friends that yeah. play the other instrument and be bad together. Yep. And then just keep hammering away at it until you're not as bad. <laughs> you know, that's it. That's the key to life. I love it. I love it. And it's true. And it's true. You know, the, there was a thing I saw the other day and I thought of you, we haven't talked about this. So you're probably like, yeah, duh, that's been around for years. <laughs> uh, but it was taking the pink erasers, like a classic schoolhouse yes. eraser, right? Yes. And using the little tools, which are not very expensive, that people do like lino cuts with oh, yeah, like yeah. For, for print, like oh, block for sure. printing, right? But using the little yellow eraser or the pink eraser and carving designs into that and then using it as stamps. Yeah. And I was like, oh, genius. So smart. How fun is that? And your cost on those? Nothing. Negligible. I mean, like you can screw up many times and it really is a very affordable thing. I was just like, that's genius. It is. And I, I, I think we're all, we're all super afraid. And I am also afraid. I'm not, you know, I'm not... Bowing out of this one. I, I look at a, I look at a big canvas yeah, or I look at a big sheet of paper, uh, uh, you know, and, and I'm super terrified of making something bad. Sure. Like yeah, that's, yeah. it's a, it's a natural feeling. Right. So, you know, so just start making marks. Uh, yeah. uh, Austin Kleon is a great uh, author that wrote a book called um, steel like an artist. Nice. And it's, it's amazing. It's a tiny book. It's short. We actually sell it in the store. You can uh-huh. see it just about anywhere. Um, and his whole point is like, if you want to be an artist, just start copying artists that you love. Oh yeah. Just copy. Sure. Just straight up steal from them. <laughs> and, and in the process of doing that, you will, you will get better at the mechanics of oh, it. Oh yeah. 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 And then you will right. also then branch out probably and say, you know, I don't like it like this. I like it like this. I'll, I'll make this a little different. And then, and suddenly, you know, here comes your voice coming through and it's totally, it is, it is not a thing that you are born with or not born with. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously there's, there's talent for things, you know, some people have more or less, but yes, being an artist or doing art or doing crafts is you just decide to do it. Just, yeah. Or don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't complain about it. If you decide not to, I'm, okay. I am terrible at flying a plane, but I have not tried. <laughs> Nor, nor is it a priority. <laughs> there are a couple of times you have mentioned in the last part of this conversation about a business plan, going into something, working yes. on something. A, how old is the shop? Uh, five and a half years. Five and a half years, which is not nothing no, in retail. That's a big deal. Uh, also, I happen to know you more recently uh, went through the Goldman Sachs 10 KSB program. I did do that. I, I have was, to bring this up or uh, I'll be flogged at home for not doing it. I was it. very fortunate. I was encouraged nay uh badgered to do it uh by aaron henning nichols <laughs> and, and lisa lance and lisa lance yes, and they are the both yes. two of my favorite people and they went through this program and it is a great uh program that you apply for and you uh and they totally. it is, it's free and it's basically like it's getting an mba in your own business yes and if people aren't familiar there is another episode of this show which if i think of and take the effort to do i will actually tag in the show notes for this show that you can go back and listen to that show and we talk about goldman for like a half hour it's and it, it's, it's great, great. It, it is a thing it's like so uh you basically, you go through everything. You go, you build a growth plan. How are you going to grow your business? Right. 
because as many people know, if you're not growing, you're sort of, you know, perishing and it's, it's what you're doing. Un- unfortunate, yeah. <laughs> but so it really goes through everything from your finances to your, you know, your big idea or how to, how to be a leader to, to employees and how to find employees and how to, yeah. you know, do all of the things that it takes uh, to run a small business, which is a lot of things. And most people know, uh, you know, I had a business card for a while. I got to print some more of those that said, uh, <laughs> it said cardboard robot uh, owner and janitor, which yeah, is, 100%. which is what I do. And that's Absolutely. cool. And I, and I sort of love it, but it is, but it was a great, uh, it was a great experience, like a 12 week class, super intense, um, yeah. on a lot of work. Um, and I did it in the holiday season, which oh, is, man, yeah. which is also, I right. mean, there's no good time to, you know, right. Do a lot of paperwork, right. but, but it was, it, and I met a lot of great people and I learned a lot of great stuff. And I, one of the great things I learned is that you can't, nor should you do it all yourself. Oh yeah. There are so many people who know so much stuff right. and most of them uh, certainly locally are, are super willing to help. Right. I, I alluded to that earlier when Downtown, we started out rural main oh, street, man, like right? the, you know, the, everybody at the chamber has been great. And, uh, Steph from, and, you know, individual businesses, like we talked about, um, Gail, Gail yeah, and like and, Stan Fullerton and yes. like all of these people just, I'm opening a store and I need some help. I, do you have any shelving? Oh God. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> You know, all the stores that you see in town have super scary basements full of right. terrible and sometimes amazing retail furnishings. Right, ephemera. So if you right. need something, simply ask and people we got, oh my God, I've been trying to get rid of that for 10 years. You can have it. There are two, I think we could, instead of my typical little speed round that I sometimes do, I think there are two questions I want to ask you. I'm out doing of, the speed those, round. Right, out of those experiences. Yes. The one is though, like, is there, are there any, like a mentor or a role model Model, not even role model, but are there people like you've, as you've gotten into this or that you're getting into it or that you've found as you've gone on that have been like, oh, oh, like that's genius. That's genius. It doesn't have to be local. It doesn't, it can be anything, but like, <sighs> and you have such a unique store <laughs> that that's why I think it's interesting. I mean, I remember like one of the products you brought into your store were model kits. Oh yeah. Right. And I mean like the model kits that I did when I was a kid, like super glue your fingers together, <laughs> putting together one. a 57 Chevy and then paint it yep. however you want. Right. But like different things like that, or like, were there places or like vendors or like somewhere where you were just like, Oh, I have found my people. You know, uh, it's, I think it's more of an amalgam of everything. Uh, yeah. Again, it comes back to, you know, sort of the store that, that Shannon and I both, uh, picture hers is, is this very spare Scandinavian, (laughs) you know, there's four (laughs) products and they're all gorgeous and you want them all. And mine is like the super cluttered hobby shop. Uh, in fact, I was talking with uh, John Snyder one day, a local artist who's, yes. who's a great guy. And he, he and I were were going back and forth about, you know, the shop and selling things and models and stuff like that. I used to do models growing up and rockets. And, you know, I want to have something for everybody. Oh, yeah, like, rockets. you know, like rockets. Totally. sometimes dads come into the store and they're getting dragged around shopping. And then suddenly their eyes light up like, you got models and rockets? Oh, my God. Totally. But, uh, but what John and I were talking about is like, we love the super cluttered hobby shop. Oh yeah. And and, he, and I was like, you know, the yeah. one with like the super big models way up on the yes. top shelf that you'll never afford as a yep. kid. And then the ones down below that maybe you can get, or, and then you'll screw up and glue your fingers <laughs> together and, and not use the right paint or the right stuff. And it's awful and it's great. But again, you, you're terrible until you get better at it. And, it, and so we're going back and forth and we're describing this shop that we, that we liked as a kid, totally. each of us. And then it turns out it's the same store. 
Oh yeah, it, it was in Marion, Iowa. Oh no and way! It was like you literally referencing the, the same, same place. Story. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. And I don't believe it's there anymore, but I can. What was it called? Do you remember? You know, it's like the, it's hobby, the, the shoppy hobby shop or right. something. You yeah. know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. That there is. was one in Rochester forever too. That yeah. I don't think is there anymore. And there's totally... they're great places, and it's yeah. You know, I mean, it's that's one of those things that has you know the internet has has yep. done done work on because yep. you know a lot of those things are you know they're commodities. Like here's a thing. Where am I going right. to get it? Um, what we try to do at Cardboard Robot is more like show you things that maybe you haven't seen before. Yes. And therefore it's, it's, it's a little more uh, internet proof. Uh, we like to say, I love it. The other question is there, well, I mean, I, we, we say one thing, but whatever, is there something you wish you had known before you started that you, you know, that you wish you were known now? I, you know, I think it's the, I, th- I think it's the reach out more for help. Mm, um, good one. You know, like it, uh, Cause I, I really, honestly, I know that, you know, but, sure. but yeah, I mean, we but, all inherently know, but that, do I but do like, it? It's right. that, it's that sort of thing. Like, you know, I used to have a pickup truck <laughs> and I loved it when people asked me to, you know, help with something. Right. I am not as good as at asking people for that help. And, and yet when people ask me for help, I'm super excited about that. You know, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's a very, you know, I think it's a common that's a great Five. one. Absolutely. But like to, to ask for help, because, you know, nine times out of 10, people are going to be very excited to have been asked and then to actually help. And and people know all kinds of stuff. And in I like, again, you said in a small town, but again, small business, I mean, not even small business, but like in a town, in a place like it's amazing if you can use the collective knowledge. Oh, yeah. It is actually pretty cool how far you can get, whether that's yeah. I need extra bags yeah. or it's like, how do I do this X, Y, Z accounting, whatever. I mean, right? there is a downtown business or a decora business yeah, yeah. Facebook page that, you know, say what you want about social media, um, <laughs> you know. Yes. And, you know, we use it as we, as we, as we should. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but the Facebook page is amazing. Cause it's like, right. I, I'm out of fives yep. <laughs> and it's Saturday and I can't get more. Right. Or I do, I, I need a, a shelf. Does anybody have one of these things? And it's all the time, you know, people asking for something or saying, Hey, I've got this thing if anybody wants it. And, totally. and that is it's just great to have that sort of communication device using your resource. Right. Yeah. And like, cause again, you know, if we couldn't, one of the, one of the huge factors of our success is being in Decora. not only nice. the people walking around, but the other business owners uh, and, and people in town who offer help whenever, That's you know, huge. It's great. I love it. I love it. Eric Sovereign, Cardboard Robot. Okay, one quick one because it's an easy one on the way out. Usually, maybe it's not easy. Uh, Roxy always likes when I ask. Uh, Cats, dogs, or fish? Uh, Here's, I'm going to take the middle road and say all three. (laughs) Oh, you know. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, I, I have a, I have a, a weirdo. I have a habit of, uh, you know, you know, you do that thing where you get into something and then you spend all the money that you have on it. I knew I asked the right. I question. went down that road with saltwater fish tanks. Yes. And I highly recommend it as a hobby, unless you like having money. <laughs> it's, it's, it's costly and it's, and it takes a lot of time, but it's super fun. Like it, it goes to this, it goes to this whole other theory that I have. If you have a moment, please do. It's my theory of miniatures, which is why people love model railroads, why people love dollhouses, why people love aquariums, why people love there are so many other little things like that. 
you make a little world and then you have some control over that. And we as human beings love, love that stuff. I think it's the same reason we have pets. Like here's a, here's an animal that, that is, you know, that I I care for and it gives me something back. Hopefully, you know, snuggles or whatever, but you know, we have this need to, to, to create and to foster and uh, and I think and and all of that goes into that. So I, I think mind bending. I, I, I theory of miniatures. Yeah, the theory of miniatures. Uh, t- come to cardboard robot. You did it, and I will talk to you about the theory of miniatures. You buttoned it up in the all spirit of Mark Burndorf. Over the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric nice. Sovereign. Thank you so much for having us. Cardboard Me. robot on it. downtown uh, in downtown Decor on Winnebago Street. One ten um, Winnebago. Find us. Uh, find them. Find. Well, I'm here too. <laughs> Kind of, that's kind of funny. Cardboardrobot.biz is where you can find all the stuff online. There's also an online store. We didn't even really talk about online oh, yeah. retail. That'll be another series someday. It's, it's, a, it's <sighs> the thing I work on. All sorts of good stuff. Eric, thanks for taking time out of your busy day to be here. Thank you so and, much. And uh, please stop in and talk to Eric. He likes it. I do. Somebody's got to keep him entertained. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> all right. Thanks for being here. This is Rhymes with Decora, companion podcast project of Inspired Media. Check us out online at I Love Inspired. If you've enjoyed the music on today's show, it is the work of Mr. Nick Zielinski that we mentioned earlier. Find him online at indicativeofdrumming.com or on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Rhymes with the Cora is a project of Inspired Media. Find us online at iloveinspired.com.